Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drive Tribe Talks podcast, episode one. And today, our special guest today is uh, Tim Burton from Drive Tribe. How are you doing today? Good. Very good. Uh, along Alongside me, I have a partner who will be along with this, uh, Charles North. How are you doing today? Doing good. How about yourself, Alex? Doing great. Thank you. Second podcast of the day, going strong. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I guess we'll so, go ahead and start off with the interview. All righty, Tim. First question I have for you is, I just want to know, as everybody else would like to know, how long you've been on Drive Tribe for. Uh, I start. I first created an account, I think February of 2018, but I didn't really use it, and I started actually creating content, uh, I think, a year from probably a couple of days from now. <laughs> Cool. And uh, just just so everybody knows, uh, where are you from? I'm from uh, Vancouver, Canada. Right, oh, so you're, you're on the West Coast side. Yeah. So you're blessed with having poutine then. <laughs> Us losers in the United States don't have that. Yeah. We do, but in Louisiana, near like New Orleans. Yeah. That yeah. one, we might as well just head back down to Canada. Yeah. You're... Question is, though, is that you're young looking, but how old are you? Uh, 15. 15? Damn, I remember when I was 15. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, we have, we have two 15-year-olds and an actual mature adult who actually has a life. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, important question everybody wants to know. If you could live anywhere in the whole entire world, where would you go? I don't know. I think here's pretty good, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. And there's I'd, no place like home, man. Yeah. Don't really have uh, anywhere I'd want to live, at least right now. Like, man. Well, <laughs> with all of us, we're, we're also wondering what made you like a car guy or a gearhead or whatever. Um, I think Top Gear, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's the story for a lot of people on Drive Tribe, but uh, yeah, Top Gear. Man, if that's you the... don't know about Top Gear and you're on Drive Tribe, I don't even know how the hell you found out about Drive Tribe, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll be yeah, creative. Because, I mean, you got the whole tree on, but that's how I found out. I was watching YouTube, and uh, I saw James May on the Drive Tribe video, and I was like, let me go check out Drive Tribe, and I started writing, like, a month later. Yeah. For yeah, me, I, 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 for I me, I've just, just been. Uh, oh, sorry. No, you can go. Ah, go ahead. All right, for me, I, I've, you know, I followed Top Gear for a while, and then when I went to Grand Tour, and then somewhere in between, they announced Drive Tribe. So I've been on ever since it's been around. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I started off watching the Grand Tour first. And wow. then I watched Drive Tribe after because I was watching the Top Gear clips and I loved it. Then I found out Top Gear wasn't on television anymore. So I found out that they were all on Amazon Prime. So I went over. We already had our subscription for that. So I went over and binge watched all the series. And then last December, I bought a one year membership on Motor Trend to get access to every single Top Gear episode. It was like 25 bucks for the whole year. So. Damn, that's something okay. nice to do. Yeah. 
So uh, I guess we all want to know if money wasn't an option, what car would you get? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I quite like the uh, Aston Martin Vantage, like the new one. Like okay, that's a good that choice. Looks sick. Yeah, but looks now, a little bit like an MX-5 though, like a little bit yeah. like the new one with how the headlights are shaped. Yeah, it's very judgmental looking. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> mm, mm. and yeah. Matt, you can only have with a dual clutch, right? You can't have it any other way. I don't think so, no. Yeah, I, I doubt it. And that's one of their last that they're going to be powered with the uh, AMG, isn't it? The AMG engines, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Aston got the great idea to start using their own engines, so they're going to be breaking down even more than they already do. What <laughs> joy. Um, maybe we'll right. get lucky and be like Conan said, you know what I mean? Yep, yeah, so. well, fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh... Since you're 15, you now what are you aspiring to have as your first car? Um, I think uh, ideally I'd like a sort of a 1980s VW Golf. That would be a pretty good cool, good one because they're reasonably cheap. I think. Okay. So. What would you do? What would you do to it? Hmm? How would you modify it? Because well, everybody's going to modify their own car. I don't know. I don't know too much about modifying cars, to be honest. So I'll have to learn a bit about that before I actually buy my first car. All right. Well, first, first thing I would suggest is probably modifying your brakes, make them, uh, you know, be yeah, able true. to stop, and yeah. then intake and exhaust. Those are usually the best ones to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Some good advice, and then. Dream five-car garage, what would it be? Oh, uh, like I said before, the Vantage. Um, I quite like uh, Alpha 33. Um, a Jeep or like a, a Land Rover Defender, like the old one. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe the... Nissan Skyline, like the uh, sort of older one from, yeah. The R34, like the one from Fast and the Furious and all that? Uh, Maybe. I think I like the R32 better, though. Oh, wow. All right. Not too many people like that. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks to the Lord, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one would be like a Koenigsegg uh, Jesko or Yesko. Or I don't know how to pronounce that name, but yeah. yeah. Just, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. That's a good five-car garage. You got... You got... Uh, your sports car. I have to say, I have to ask though, an Alpha 33, what is, what's that? Is that a sedan or is that a sports car? It's like an old supercar. Like, um, okay. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it well, but yeah. All right. Alpha Romeo 33, isn't that like the four door, right? Uh, no. The Alpha Romeo 33 Stradale. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got I was one about to say Stanley. the. Yeah, the Stradale, because the 33 is also like a four-door sedan, similar to the one that I showed you, Charles, at that abandoned shop. Looks a lot like that, but no, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, you have 67. Your, hey, you got a fun Grand Tour car, you got a, a car for the family, and you got other cars just to have fun with. Yeah. Not too so bad. I guess, what are 
since you said Defender, what are your thoughts of the new one? So, obviously, you care somewhat about the Defenders. Um, I think they're pretty good. I think they got a little too much hate when they first came out, but it seemed to be scathed a lot. I think um, they did a good job of sort of, you know, making it so that's not, it's like, you know, scrapping the uh, the old design or whatever. They sort of kept bits of it. I, I was actually surprised. I was reading articles about it, and they're going to have, like, a construction version of it to where, like, that, like, at the back, there's, like, that white tile on each side where you'll be able to, like, put your own logo on there. So you'll yeah. see, like, advertising defenders on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got to say about the Jesco, uh, you see it in pictures and everything, but I have to say they don't do it any justice. I got a chance to see it in person last year at the New York Auto Show, and I got to meet Mrs. Von Koenigsegg. Oh, man, it's 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 a hell of a lot nicer looking in person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we I you were there for the press day, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went I went with the normal idiots there and I saw the I just saw it with behind the bars and all that. The thing looked sick. They had a Remac next to it too. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta wait for them. I gotta wait for them to bring them here to Vancouver. Although sadly it was cancelled because of you know what. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's normally. I got to sit in that Rimac too, and I got to sit in one of the Conus eggs. I think nice. I got to sit in the Jesco. I can't remember. Nice. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, I like I like your choice of cars though. I really do. Thanks. And that my, mine is the Skyline. I'm the kind of person that hates the Skyline fandom. I'd crush yeah. it. I'd crush it just to piss people off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's similar to what they were doing on Top Gear. I forget. Wasn't it like the Morris or something like that? They were just crush them over and over again for every episode to piss off the fan base. I forget yeah, what it, it is. It was some kind of car. It was an old British was car, I think, that was like relatively rare. And they were like, he just crushed a perfectly good car. They were like, whoops, how accidental. A car just fell off our crane. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Very accidental. But um, gotta ask though, you know, I know you're young and everything, but do you have any good car stories that you can share with us? Uh, no, not really. Oh. <laughs> this, <laughs> I, don't, so I live like in the city, right? So you don't really go driving too much. There's not really a lot of really good roads around Vancouver, sadly. So. It's not so, yeah, at least not that I know of, but yeah, there's not a lot of good opportunities to really go driving or really have any funny stories. <laughs> Everything's sort of there. Yeah, well, uh, what's oh. the driving age up in Canada? Um, I think, it, I, I don't really know. I think 16 for, like, learners, I think. I don't really know, but yeah. It's Learners. It's, Do you you guys have to drive with a licensed adult or something, right? Yeah, in Alberta, it's like fourteen or fifteen for like I don't know if it's the I'm learners to Alberta. or full. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to go. I'll just hop over the border. Well, what's I'm Delaware's moving, Alex? Becoming a resident, it's it's like it's the same thing as Tim said. You need to be sixteen. That's when you get like your learner's license or something like that. And then I think you have six months or three months with an adult driving with you. So really, sixteen and a half is when you're driving alone. Uh, it's like, I well, can't wait. Me, 
Well, for me, I can get I get I can get my permit at sixteen, and then if you want, you could wait a year. You don't even actually uh, kind of. I think you still do. You still gotta, and you get like a, your license at seventeen, and you could drive alone. Out yeah, here in New it's, Jersey. It's torture. So like, just give me my damn license and don't make me wait or drive with an adult. Yeah, I mean, if you lived <laughs> if you lived in the South, they'll let you drive it at any age. They just keep that off the books. Yeah, they just don't care. What state isn't it? Uh, South Carolina, also where you can be fourteen and drive, right? I think so. I can't remember. I know that my uh, my stepbrother lived in Virginia, and he had his either permit or driver's license down there. And then when he came up here, he lost it all because now he lives up with my dad and my stepmom. Oh, so now he's nineteen without a license. Oh, I actually, never mind. The laws in South Carolina are horrible. So 15-year-olds can drive, like, at 15. But then they need to wait until they're 21 to drive alone. Wow. 21. I mean, that's six Six years of driving. I mean, you'd expect South Carolinians to uh, be able to be good drivers then. That's true. But six years. Oh, my God. That's torture. Yeah. Like, the the whole point of wanting to drive is so you don't need to bug mom and dad. It's like, hey, can I go over here? Can you just leave? Just book it out of the house and come back whenever the hell you feel like it. And that's just six years of bloody torture. Yeah. Well, what kind of car does your family have, Tim? Uh, We have a a Wrangler. an X3 and a TTRS. The TTRS we got in like February, but yeah, my it's my so dad bad. really likes that. Yeah, my dad really likes that TTRS. <laughs> it's it's funny to hear that people outside of America have Jeeps. I mean, I was surprised when I went to Quebec City that there were some like SRT Durangos up there with Canadian. Yeah. Hell yeah! I was like, wow. Yeah, there's it's pretty mountainous all around Vancouver, so. Like, yeah. if you want to go anywhere outside of Vancouver, you kind of need a Defender. Like, if you want to go up in the mountains or whatever, that's, it's really, that's, like, the only thing that you can use. Do you ever, like, take the doors off the Jeep or any mods on it? We have taken the roof off, but nothing, nothing too interesting. Oh. Should definitely take the doors off, man. That would be sick. Yeah. Have you made any trips to America? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to the U.S., couple years we haven't been for quite a long time but yeah yeah cool where'd you end up going uh seattle oh, oh wow did you drive like plane hour drive for you uh, yeah drive it's quite long uh, yeah. it's not bad yeah i drove I, the longest drive i did was from down here near philadelphia all the way up to quebec city i was about 10 hours Ooh. yeah it's a 10 hour we do that like once but, or twice a year because i have family down in canada so yeah, but my longest car ride ever was probably to Minnesota. That was about 22 hours. Oh, wow. So that's close to Florida, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we did Florida. That was fun. We stopped oh. down in Savannah, Georgia, I think. And then we tried to stay at a hotel, and the hotel was full. So we just went, like, hotel hopping, hoping to find a hotel that wasn't full. Mm-hmm. But we ended up driving close to 17 hours. At one time, we only had like a few hours left to make it down to Florida. But that was fun. Did that hmm. twice as well. 
Uh, I, I, that would have been brutal for me. I could barely stand 22 hours. But uh, yeah, what's the longest trip you've ever done, Tim? Um, probably um, eight hours, I think. I think it was from some remote place in like France during a vacation on, on to, I think Switzerland, or maybe it was the other way around. But yeah, nice. It wasn't a very interesting one though. It was just sort of through like rural Italy. Okay. And, I mean, it's more interesting great, than. Though. Yeah, it's more interesting than Vancouver to Seattle. That's just like farms and industrial yeah. estates. But yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That I was me and my dad were planning on going on a road trip like that, to where we'd end up, we'd go to the United Kingdom, we'd take the ferry down to wherever the hell that brings you to, and then you would just go. Then you take a hike down to France. You do Italy. You do Switzerland. Go to Germany. Then just kind of take it all the way back as well. That might be. I think it might be Calais. It might be Calais or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. uh, No clue, to be honest. Your eight-hour drive was that in a car or was that like an SUV? It was uh, in a sedan, like a car. Do you remember what brand? Uh, BMW. (laughs) You got family out there, or did you you guys just take a trip out there just for the hell of it? Just for the hell of it. I mean, I've got family in England, but that's nowhere near England. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, halfway between, uh, or not really halfway, but it's somewhere, somewhere in between England and South Africa, where I've apparently got quite a lot of family. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Nice. I'm not even going to lie. England is starting to get on my nerves, though, with all their laws that they're trying to push out. They're starting to become like California. With, like, pushing out all the stupid laws with CO2 and all of that. It's like they're trying to ban all gasoline cars so fast. It's like, slow down now. It's like California put out a law a few days ago saying by 2024, I think, they wanted all vans and trucks to be electric. It's like the technology is that the only semi electric truck that we have is the Tesla Semi. And we don't yeah. really have that many electric vans out there yet. Yeah. Technology isn't there. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of technology, um, what would you prefer? Would you prefer petrol, uh, diesel, electric, or hybrid? Um, petrol. <laughs> I was about to say, you say diesel or electric, we're going to promptly kill you. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Oh man! Oh, that would not be good. So, yeah, no. what what would you get from a th- all the way up to a three cylinder to twelve cylinder or hell, sixteen cylinder? You know what? Better question. What would if you could make kind of instead of going to build a bear, it would be build a car. Yeah. <laughs> what would it be? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's too complicated. I don't know how to answer that. Matt, if it was if Jason was there, he would say it would be a Ram fifteen hundred. Saw the roof off, put a Hellcat V eight in the back, so make it a rear engined truck, and then yeah. make it a convertible. Send it to that body shop in California. That we were talking about, yeah. That would that would that would be his setup. Yeah, that would that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> make a stupid <laughs> setup. 
Yeah, but instead of just making a convertible, just saw the roof off, like those Jaws of Life things. Just buy like a, a pickup truck and just saw the roof off. Yeah, and since Has- Robert, I'm sure since Robert's not here, he probably would just say uh, anything with a Hellcat engine in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are there any uh, convertible pickups or removable top pickups other than the Gladiator? Not as far as I think as there has been, right? No. No, not that I've known. The Gladiator thinks only a six foot bed. Yeah. Oh. Oh God, that's hideous. Oh wait, no. There's the. uh, What's the the Chevy SSR? Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Oh right. Yeah, but do we really really even consider that much of a truck? It's just like a tiny little bed behind it. (laughs) It's purple. Yeah, it's probably Let's big enough to fit the Richard Hammond in it. Not bad. But nah, of, the three, of the three presenters, who's your favorite? Or who do you lean towards more, Tim? Uh, Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> I think that's kind yeah, of the standard answer. <laughs> yeah. If you asked a math teacher, they would say uh, James. James May, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And all the short people would say Richard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But oh man, any favorite episodes of Top Gear or the Grand Tour that you like? I like all the specials. All of them are great. <laughs> you can't go wrong with any of the specials. Yeah, I know my favorite one. I actually that's what what got me hooked to Top Gear is when uh, Jeremy, Richard, and James all went to uh, Italy. They started out in Italy, and they had the Lamborghini Aventador, the McLaren. Um, MP412C yeah. yeah and uh, Richard had the Noble and that's what that, that that's broke what hooked, yeah that's what hooked me onto the onto the show because I found that's when I also fell in love with the uh, Lamborghini Aventador so. and I'm, I'm bored of the Aventador now they it's about damn time that they replace it man it's taking yeah. too long it I was sold. great when it came out but mm. I still want to lose my supercar virginity to that, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I've sat. People now, nowadays would say the Huracan. Eh. That's just sort of, that's like the cut price Aventador. Yeah. That's just, yeah. the Huracan for me is just like, you can't afford an Aventador, so you got the, the cheaper it's like the, one. It's like the Porsche Boxster. Yeah, be- like. To be very honest with you, though, I would get the Lamborghini Performante over an Aventador SVJ blah, 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 any, yeah. any day of the week. Because the SVJ is just a bunch of fancy stickers and like it, maybe it, a bit of extra horsepower. It had some arrow and it had some, um, a little bit extra power to it. It has a big stupid wing, a lot of stickers, a lot of hey, stitching that says S- SJ, whatever. SVJ, yeah. So those all that arrow actually works, but uh, yeah, it's I'd true. go with the Huracan Performante. I like yeah. the Huracan. Um, uh, I'm just saying, we're talking about uh, we were talking about convertible trucks here. Just saying, Ford's got to make this. <laughs> oh, that makes me want to burst. So, so Tim on Drive Tribe, what do you mainly write? I forgot to ask that one. Um, just anything I can find. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, any news. 
I do a lot of quizzes and polls, but I haven't been very active recently. So, yeah. Mm. You were like seventh or tenth last month, like for June, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. For May, for May, I was like fifth or something like that overall on the leaderboard. But now I'm, I'm sort of nine and ten. You guys are higher yeah. than I am. I'm somewhere what in the, where, where am I, Alex? Somewhere in the fifties. Well, this month I'm not sure. I'm in thirty third this month because I've only written two articles, one mm. or two articles, something like that. Yeah, I've but written... Charles, you finished like fiftieth last month. I was in the twenties. Yeah, like that's only because that. I read my car reviews mainly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't keep track of that. It's not my full-time job, so I don't care. But what would you say works best article-wise? So, like, forget, like, farming points with quizzes and all that, because that's the only purpose of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what articles do the best for you, typically? Um, I think, uh... Just ones that grab people's attention. Like, you know, just any old news doesn't always do well. But, like, I found uh, I did an article about the Toyota 2000 GT that did really well. <laughs> really? Yeah, it did, like, it got, like, 90 or maybe even 100 bumps, which is oh, pretty wow. good for me. <laughs> so, yeah. How many views did it oh, get? That's good. I think it got, like, 30,000. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Fine. I, I think... I think my best one was, I think it was the unveiling of the McLaren uh, Senna or a, a something. The and race I got car or the Senna? The, uh, the McLaren Senna. The, the, the road it car? Was at the Philly, it was at a Philly Auto Show. Okay, no, you're the, talking about the GTR one. The Senna GTR, the race, the race no, one. It was, it was champion, blue, right? It was, it was the, champions, uh, the Champions Edition. It was either that one or the actual all the pictures I took of the Philly Auto Show. It got me somewhere about two hundred thousand views. Wow, two hundred thousand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh Damn. boy, that's that's like how many views I get in like a month. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's that how many views, views I get in two months. <laughs> and then it, 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 it was that, and the McLaren Senna got me about a hundred thousand views on those two. It was, it oh was my gosh. simultaneously. I was like, wow. I was shocked by it, but yeah. My Those most are... viewed has like 76,000, and that's on the SSC Tawatara. Because I uh, wrote that, the first thing I wrote when I got home. And that got close to like 150 likes, something like that. My most popular one was on the McLaren Senna GTR, like that race car. I forget what name of it is off the top of my head, but... You're talking that about the one like, that was at the Philly Auto Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Which one. Yeah, that was the last year's. That got like 209 likes, and I'm like, I wasn't expecting this to do so well, but it did. Yeah, Hell, I mean, I, it's I wrote surprising. an article about a Kia, and it, it's sitting on 90 likes right now. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I'm fine, thank you. But, like... <laughs> yeah, my article's it's like... A Kia. Yeah, it's really random, like, one that I put a lot of effort into doesn't do very well, and then one that I, did, like, put no effort into gets, like, 100 bumps. It's just really random sometimes. It depends a lot, too, on how the people bump it, like, how uh, Ben bumps your post and all that, and where he bumps it, you know, what time he bumps it. it just depends. Yeah. yeah. 
There's a, there's, there's a time when some of my stuff never even got shared to the homepage, and I had to, I had to like get them to share my stuff on the homepage because they just weren't they just weren't doing it. Yeah. Now I have one article that's sitting on 415 views and all of four bumps. Yeah, well, I put a lot of effort on that too. I was like expecting that to do well because I wrote about the top five cars that should make a comeback. And I was expecting that article to do really well. And it did piss poor. Yeah. It was yeah. so sad. I mean, but then I, you I, write an article about a Bentley couch and that does great. Seriously, <laughs> writing about Bentley couches, those articles thrive. Yeah, I think yeah. I think my worst one was the um probably one of my beginning articles and that was just it. I probably got like I think I like two or three hundred views and that was that was all it was. Wow. Mm. My yeah. first article, could, shockingly, the very first article I wrote, it was I named it the case about those egg-shaped SUVs, like the Mercedes GLE and all the ones that are like coupe SUVs. I hate those. And I yeah. basically wrote a rant about it. That got 20,000 views overnight. The first article, that I, they put me on Apple. They put me on the homepage. And I'm like, yeah. damn. Okay, so I wrote one about the Aztec. That got 47,000 views the next day. Wow, really? Yeah. Like, those were my first two articles. I was hella surprised. Wow. Yeah, for me, it was... I'm looking at it now. The 2019 Philadelphia Auto Show. I had almost... I had about 460 photos I took of the show, and I posted it all up there. That got me a hundred and ninety-eight and a half thousand views. Wow, eighty-two bumps. Likes? Eighty-two bumps, forty-nine comments. Damn, damn. That's, that's pretty that's a lot of views, man. Yeah. And then when McLaren unveiled unveiled that championship edition, the champions edition center, that was a hundred and three thousand, almost a hundred and four thousand views. Wow. That had That's 217 amazing. bumps and 57 comments. Damn. <laughs> that is strong. Yeah. And then we're back to back. I was like, oh, well, I, I wasn't expecting any of them to do well. I just covered it and that was it. So. Yeah. yeah. The quizzes uh, of mine do best, I think. All quizzes do very well if you execute them properly. It's just yeah. that. Plus, they're interactive. They're more interactive than articles, which is why they do so well. They do yeah. so much better. I remember I was talking with Ben Koenig. By the way, best guy you'll ever talk to on drive I'd be super helpful. If you have a question for him, ask him. He's great. Uh, yeah. I remember talking to him, and he said uh, that an article, maybe around like one out of ten people will click on it. As in a quiz, ten out of ten people will click on it. Not only will they click, but they'll finish the whole thing. Nobody just kind of starts quitting and just finishes through. I, so, have, I got mad one time. I clicked the wrong thing, backed out of it, restarted it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it, the, the great thing about quizzes, too, is that, like, especially if you're really trying to get points out of it for the leaderboard, you, there's, most people are going to like it. And even if you don't like it, most people are going to comment it, especially if they did really well. So, like, good quizzes end up with, like, 100 comments or so. And if you reply, you can easily make that 200. If you just reply to all of them, get your reply points. So, yeah. yeah. 
I think I think my best quiz is sitting at like 500 comments total. Something Damn. like that. Oh boy, never mind. 863 comments. I've only done like one or two quizzes and that was it. Yeah, I went on a spree. Once I found out how well they did, I decided to go crazy. So I wrote like I wrote a top gear quiz. That did really well. So I wrote another top gear quiz, which did really well. So then I wrote uh, a what like a personality quiz, and those do really, really, really well. Personality quizzes, for some reason, do better than normal quizzes, which confuses me. And then, oh yeah, I remember this. That ticked me off too. I wrote an article on a drift Toyota Supra, uh, the uh, new one, Mark V. Okay. And uh, it was going in Formula Drift and all that. I wrote the article on it. It was a great article. Got promoted and all that. Everything went well. And then the next day, I wrote a poll, and I'm like, yes or no. That got more likes and more comments than the actual article. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't even have to put that much effort. And I just did better than my other one. It was, like, I think the article was at, like, 20 likes, and the poll was at, like, 23 or 30 likes. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but speaking of Supras and everything, what's your most hated car, TJ? Oh, Pontiac Aztec. I thought, <laughs> like, looking at the pictures, I hated it, but then I saw it in person, and it was, I hated it more. Like, it's it's bigger than I thought it would be. Like, it's way bigger than I thought it would be. So it's just, it's awful. <laughs> Did the they Aztec is phenomenal. Canada? What do you mean? I love the Aztec. <laughs> All right, said, so, you know. But uh, it, do they it, sell it, them it, in Canada? I guess yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're awful looking. <laughs> what what other car do you get a vacuum, a mattress, and a cooler all built? It that is great and a tent. Yeah, you can vacuum That's... up all the pieces after it catches fire or when you crash it. <laughs> <laughs> the no, tent for, like... for you to sleep because you 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 would have been stuck on the side of the road for so damn long because no one wants to help you anyway. <laughs> But I seriously, like, I hate the Aztec. It looks stupid. It is stupid. But all the gimmicks that they equipped it with. Like, seriously, an Aztec tent with your inflatable Aztec mattress. You have your vacuum and you have your little Aztec cooler. How cool is that? Like, I mean, if they made the Aztec look good and it actually was a good car and it came with all of that. I would force my parents to buy them instead of the uh, CX-5 that they have. It's great. <laughs> Oh, they they went Mazda too. Did you convince them to go Mazda or no? No, they've been the very first car that I remember. Actually, they had a Pontiac Firebird in the United States. And funny story, they went to Vegas with that. And it was 100 degrees and the engine just started steaming and all that. It was funny right down the strip. But anyway, ever since I can remember, they had Mazda 5. Just like that was their minivan, Mazda's minivan at the time. It was basically the MPV. Okay. And uh, then they traded that away. Then my mom got the first generation CX-5. And my dad was always getting stick Mazda 3s. But then they stopped making stick Mazda 3s at the highest trim. So he ended up going to just a Mazda 6 with the 250 horsepower, 310 torque, turbocharged four-cylinder. All right. How about you, Tim? What's your what's your parents' car history? 
not too interesting, to be honest. Uh, well, it has to be interesting because your parents got a Wrangler up in Canada. Other than true. the Mountain Views, they could have went with other options like the Land Rover and all. Yeah, I mean, they did have a, before I was born, I guess, but uh, they did have an older Jeep that was apparently really nice. <laughs> and then after that, it was like, I mean, yeah, it's just like Mazda hatchbacks and then a Mazda SUV. And then, yeah, not, that's it, really. <laughs> and anyone, a minute, any, any one of them did you hate getting into or no? Um, none, not really. Well, I can't imagine that's very exciting, being like, oh, yes, I'm going in my mom's Mazda SUV. This is going to be fun. It's like, I can't no, imagine that be all that fun. I had, I, had the, I had the worst, my parents had the worst taste in cars. Well, at least my dad did. Still does, because he still owns. We've had probably about three or four PT cruisers. Ah! <laughs> my dad still has one right now. It's not three right. or four. Yeah, three That's or illegal. four. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But Ooh. my dad's also had the Eclipse Spider. My dad yeah, had a acceptable. Saab. My dad had a Saab too. Uh, I I never really cared about Saabs until recently, and I wish I cared about them more before. I want. I would like to get the. Uh, I would like. Uh, I like to get a Saab. I think it's like the nine three or something like that because my co one coworker has it, and it, he said it's. Probably one of the most reliable cars he's ever had. I don't know what the heck he's smoking, but I mean, I like subs are very like well built. Yeah, like they're they all have like five star crash ratings or damn near close to that. They're very 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 safe cars. True. Yeah. Yeah, but my parents' car history was my dad had a Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mom had a uh, we had a Grand Cherokee. And then we had a minivan by Plymouth, who isn't around anymore. Uh, then we had uh, another Jeep Grand Cherokee. And then my dad went through all the cars of the PT Cruisers. Then he had the, the Eclipse, and he had the Saab, and then he went back to a PT Cruiser. And then he got another PT Cruiser. Different colors, by the way. you know. And then... One time, he finally resolved himself and bought a Chrysler 300, and he had that for years. And then he bought a newer one, and then when he got a Dodge Durango, <laughs> and then they got rid of the Durango just recently because it was falling apart after having it for like 10 or so years. And then they got a GMC Acadia, and my dad just got another new Chrysler 300. But yet... One of the PT Cruisers he decided to do was he decided to go and get another PT Cruiser about seven years ago, and he still has it. How many of those PT Cruisers broke down for him to go through that many? If he's went through three or four, like, when do you learn your lesson? I think like it was like things a keep breaking. I think he's just constantly trading it in or something like that. Oh. And That's then, sad. And then my car history is I had an 87 IROC, and then I had a 95 Z28, and then I have my Ford Explorer I still have, and then my Buick Century, and then I have my BMW 328i M Sport, and then I have my Scion TC, I have my wife's Toyota Camry, which is her father-in-law's, and then her Honda Accord. 
I'm only 27. That's, That's a lot a more few. interesting than just a bunch of PT cruisers. Yeah. Oh, minus I did have an IROC I just sold. But yeah. But yeah, I... I Why I PT to... cruisers? Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. But it infected my grandmother, and she bought a PT cruiser as well. No! <laughs> Guess what? She crashed it. <laughs> Yay! Good. Wait, Dang. is she okay? Did she make yeah. it out all right? Yeah, she's okay. Good. Okay. Yay, the PT cruiser died. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and then she went and bought an HHR. The, the same guy who made the PT cruiser went over to Chevrolet. Yeah, you could tell he doesn't really have much imagination. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it looks just the same. Yeah. She bought an HHR later, like later on, and I don't know. I can't recall. I think she crashed that as well. Oh boy. Yeah, so I think, I think I think the state of California took her driver's license. I can't I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> that took a dark turn. I don't. I have to admit though, the HHR, those are you can get those with the SS and like the SS package and all of that. Those are pretty cool. Got to admit, like the normal ones, horrible, stupid. You know, nobody cares. But, like, the SS ones, those are pretty cool. Yeah. I think the only thing i get, like, an SS would be probably a Monte Carlo. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really like the styling, styling of it. The 80s styling? Like... Great. Hold on, let me look. But I don't think the, I really like, like it. The 87 Monte Carlo SS. In black. Those are nice looking. Oh, okay. Yep. It's not that bad. It... To be honest, it looks like... Is it based on the view of Grand National? Because it looks like... Yeah, or is are. it the other way around? They're all the, they're all the, the same. Like the Oldsmobile 442, the Cutlass, or the, uh, the Grand National GNX, and the Monte Carlo are about all the same platform. I was about to say, they all look the same. Yeah. So. Well, uh, given that uh, this is a Drive Tribe podcast... Um, What's the best part of Drive Tribe, Tim, do you think? Best part of it? I think the community is the best. <laughs> That's true. I think every, everyone's really, or most people are very, very friendly. Yeah. yeah. Except we, that Rolls Royce guy. <laughs> yeah. Boot. I don't understand the fuss around him. He never bothered me. Oh, uh, he, he bothered me on a couple of my uh, uh, posts, but I didn't really care for it. Yeah. And yeah, I got I a death threat once on one of my comments. Guy didn't really like my article that much. Oh. Damn. <laughs> what was it about? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I need to look. But it ended up Ben ended up deleting it because he was like, yeah, not good. No, it was over my Mazda article. I wrote an article about uh, the Mazda 6 uh, signature. And he called me stupid for... He said more than that, but he basically called me stupid for saying that the Mazda 6 signature is better than the Honda Accord. That sounds like something I would say, but not to that level. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't take it as far as death threats. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That's yeah. a bit extreme. Especially on a 15-year-old. Yeah. And I, I don't really know if that many people who read my articles know that I'm 15 because I haven't really made it all that public. Because, to yeah. be very honest with you, I didn't think I was allowed to be 15 in the creators program, so I kept that like very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so like people didn't know. 
So I only kind of started yeah. being open about it like in the last like month or so. Yeah, my brother, my brother's, my brother's second article he wrote. He says right then and there he's fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just didn't know if Drive Tribe would care that a I was writing articles at fifteen and b I was in the creators program at that age and I just didn't know how mm. comfortable they would be with that. So yeah, like, I. Speaking I of creators, I don't say speaking of creators program, Tim. Um, what what tribes do you run? I don't run any tribes. <laughs> Are you I'm part not. of any tribe though, or no? They just I, I just your... I just uh, make content and put it in other people's tribes. I don't run any tribes yet, but okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have our own tribe soon enough. I moderate a few. I'm in the USA tribe. Uh, all reviews. Uh, Charles North Auto reviews. Charles North just. I moderate quite a few of them, but sooner or later, are you a contributor on it? Is that what? Yeah, contributor. Uh, He's my contributor on North Auto. Uh, Yeah, I'm one for North Auto. I'm one for the USA News segment. Nice. Sometimes that gets a little painful to kind of manage and like everything on it, but do what you can. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that we'll uh, call it a wrap there. Uh, Tim Burton, thank you so much for coming along. Uh, yeah, thanks Charles, for having me. No problem. As always, we'll, joining. we'll be back at this uh, next week. If you want to be a part of this podcast, uh, comment your name down below. We'll find you on Drive Tribe, and hopefully we'll be able to get you on board. Yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, do that. Wise man. <laughs> Wise man. All right, uh, make sure to check out uh, Tim Burns' profile and Drive Tribe. It'll be in the description down below. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. All right, have a good one. Yeah, bye.